0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Disneyland Devoted. I'm your host Michelle and as always I appreciate you. I am coming to you from a different location as I am on vacation but I did not want to go another week without providing an episode so I apologize for the delay. It's been super busy and so now I am ready to get back on schedule. So today's episode is going to be talking about the transportation at the Walt Disney World Resort. However, I wanted to kick off with just a little Disneyland update. If you haven't seen or heard yet, they did open up Buena Vista Street in DCA for shopping and dining. So If you take the downtown Disney district and now it just kind of spills over into DCA and you can go into DCA, which, oh my gosh, I've seen some videos and people get very moved and emotional to be back in there. And you can go to select dining locations and shopping and you can go... Like So far in different directions before they block it off. So I was watching some videos and like if you go in through the gates, you can go down Buena Vista Street, you can turn left and go down Hollywood Boulevard and... Kind of um, go almost as far as the end of that street before they stop you. Or if you're going down Buena Vista Street, and you go to the right down towards Grizzly Peak area and Soarin', you can go almost to um, the spot where it curves to the left and the Rapids ride would be on your left and the Grand Californian would be on your right. You can go like that far and then if you just kept going down Buena Vista Street, you go past Carthay Circle Restaurant and go a little bit further you can go right up to Cars Land, um, sort of, like right up to that entrance. So you can kind of venture out a bit and uh, so you get like the feel of being back in there of course there's no rides but you still get to have that feeling there's also a ton of seating located all around so like if you eat You can be outside and have some really nice distance between you and other diners. Um, There's a lot of carts, so you can get, you know, some typical things like the treats you normally would find churros and popcorn and other things. Um, They have some quick service places like award wieners I saw that was open with a with the abbreviated menu and all of this information by the way is located on the website you can look up what dining is available what shopping is available Um, but something I just wanted to touch on is besides abbreviated menu items you may find there's a virtual and a mobile reservation system that you should be aware of So to get into Buena Vista Street, the folks that I saw had to go into that Esplanade area, you know, right between Disneyland and DCA and closer to the DCA side. They had signs with the um, QR code uh, box there and you scan that code and it enters you into the virtual waiting list to get into DCA and go down Buena Vista Street. And when I was watching it, which was Friday, it was taking like two, two and a half hours in some cases, once they scanned the code, to then get a text to say come back, and then they could get in line to get Um, into the DCA area. So it's kind of a process. It was taking them a little while, but of course you don't have to stand right there. You could go to the downtown Disney district and do shopping and you know eat or do whatever you wanted to do there. Um, The temperature check and all of that was already done before even coming on property. So basically you're just going right back to DCA, you're standing in line, and then it's just taking a little while to get through inside. And then once in, like I said, there are open dining places, but some restaurants either do reservations online or like Carthay Circle restaurant was doing mobile ordering. I'm, excuse me, mobile reservations. So you had to go up. Inside to the hostess, give your name and mobile number and then they'll text you when um, there's a table available. That also can be a lengthy wait time. And it did say things like your whole party had to be with you and stuff like that but there I mean at least it's available it just may take a little while so recommendation would be of course to do that right away when you get in get your reservation and then go and explore what's available there at DCA and then outside of Carthay Circle Restaurant there was a lot of seating lots and lots like all the way down that whole Hollywood Studios area that you walk down it was just like so many tables it looks so cool so if you did get a chance to eat there, you could eat outside and have plenty of room and social distancing and all of that. So anyways, it's just a really cool feature they've got going on. They're really embracing that social distancing, a lot of online or virtual wait lists, things to really space it out so there's not too many people going in at any one time, which is what they're supposed to do, and hopefully this is just one step closer to getting the rest of the resort open. So with that, let us transition over to Walt Disney World and transportation. So all of this information is available on their website. And some of these things are minimized or not available at the moment just because of the abbreviated hours and capacity and whatnot over there. But just to give you a general overview of the types of transportation that is available at Walt Disney World. So the first thing is that part of staying on property is there's free transportation via a big giant bus from the airport directly to Disney world. So if you don't have a car, that's okay. There's so many options for transportation inside the resort. If you do have a car, It does help you get around, but there are parking fees. So you definitely want to check that out. There's fees to park at the hotels, and then there's fees to park at the actual theme parks. But I do believe that if you pay to park at your hotel, you don't have to pay to park at the theme park. But if you're not staying on property or you're just going for the day, there is going to be a fee, of course. So. You can get a free bus ride from the airport to the Walt Disney Resort and it'll take you to your hotel. And then one of the most common and free modes of transportation inside of Walt Disney World is their bus system. So basically the buses run from hotels to resorts... let me, I just said the same thing from hotels slash resorts to the theme parks and back. So there's a park and ride kind of system that they've got going on. So every hotel that you stay on property, they have a transportation area where you go there and it will take you to the different theme parks. So if you were staying at, let's say the beach club, and you want to go to the Magic Kingdom, you go to the resorts transportation center, you go to the line for the Magic Kingdom, the bus comes around, you get on that bus, and it takes you straight over to the Magic Kingdom, or straight over to the um, transportation center, which you then can either walk over to the Magic Kingdom or take the monorail, but it takes you to that area, which is the closest to the Magic Kingdom or if you wanted to go to Epcot or Animal Kingdom all the same concept you just get in the correct line you get on the bus and you go there and then on the reverse you leave that theme park you get on the bus to go to your hotel and it'll take you there so in the last episode where we talked about Disney World and I talked about hotels I talked about some of the hotels are really large and the transportation area of the hotel Maybe like in the front of the hotel, and then your room is way in the back. So it's just something to keep in mind. Of course, there's premier rooms that can be closer to the transportation center. But as you will hear in my next episode, when Marin came back and talked to us about her experience at Walt Disney World, she didn't find that transportation process to be too daunting, but we'll get into that a little bit more. Others have said it's not that it's super difficult. It's just a time taker. So it really just depends on what you want to do. Now, one thing that that the bus doesn't do is it doesn't go from resort to resort. So if you were at the Polynesian and you wanted to go to All Star, for example, there isn't a direct route from hotel to hotel. You either have to go to the nearest theme park or to the main transportation center and then take transportation to that hotel. So that's kind of a bummer if you were looking to, you know, go have dinner at the Polynesian, but you weren't staying there. You just need to factor in the extra time to get from hotel to hotel. Now... I've said this before, but just to kind of refresh your memory, I have heard it can take anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes to get from your hotel to the different theme parks and vice versa. So again, you just wanna factor in that timing. So if you are a person who likes to be at the gates of any of the theme parks at Rope Drop, you just wanna make sure that you are giving yourself enough time to get to that transportation area get on the bus and get over to the theme park and then walk or however you need to get to the gates so that you can be there at your desired time. So just keep all of that in mind. So the bus system is like a very, very sophisticated and well-oiled machine. It just takes a little time. Now there's other ways to get around besides the bus system. There's the monorail, but the monorail really only goes to three places it goes to the magic kingdom it goes to and from the contemporary resort like if you were staying at the contemporary you can go to the magic kingdom and back um it goes to the grand floridian it goes to the polynesian and then the main area where the monorail starts is the transportation and ticket center which is the main area So currently, the um, Polynesian is not open, I don't think. So it's not going there. But let's just pretend that everything was up and running. There's the monorail loop, as they call it. So you kind of can go in a circle to the three resorts I mentioned, the Magic Kingdom. Some people do that monorail loop dining or drinking or whatever. It's kind of fun to hit all those areas. But the monorail is the quickest way um, to the Magic Kingdom. Unless you're staying, like, I think the Contemporary is a shorter walk or a nice walk. You know, there's those options too. But anyways, the monorail is an option, but it only goes to select places. Then the next thing we'll look at is water transportation. So there's a big water area there. I think it's called... What is the name of that? It is called the Seven Seas Lagoon and the Bay Lake, which is there by the Contemporary. And they have water taxis and ferries and things that will take you around. You can take a cruise on the water. So if you didn't have like a specific destination or it will take you to and from different places. So, for example, you can take the water um, taxi from... Or to the Fort Wilderness Resort and Campsite, the Grand Floridian, Mm -hmm. the Polynesian, and the Wilderness Lodge if you were going to the Magic Kingdom. So let me say that a little differently. If you wanted to go to the Magic Kingdom and you were at any of those four places I just mentioned, you can take a water taxi to the Magic Kingdom opposed to driving or taking the monorail or walking in, from one of those resorts. I don't think you can walk from the Wilderness Resort. I think there's water that separates you. But you can take the taxi, water taxi, directly to the Magic Kingdom. And I understand that that is a beautiful ride and a very quick way to get there. Then over, if you wanted to get to Epcot and Disney's Hollywood Studios, you can take the waterways that, excuse me, the water taxis um, or watercraft services that go to uh, the Disney Boardwalk Villas, the Beach Club, the Yacht Club, the Disney World, Swan and Dolphin Hotels. So you can take from your hotels and get over to the Epcot or Disney Hollywood Studios theme parks. So just ways to get around besides driving or taking the bus, you can take water. Um, what am I trying to say? Water transportation, depending on where you're staying and where you want to go. And it just may be fun to just take them, like just to do something different if you just wanted to be on the water. Now, another service that is available is the minivan. And so that's mini as in M-I-N-N-I-E, as in Minnie mouse. They're currently not running right now, but you've probably seen them in that they look like Minnie mouse or like minivans that are all decked out like mini with red and white polka dots and whatnot those will take you directly to where you want to go but there is a fee involved in that so it's not free but if you had dinner reservations or you just didn't have time or just didn't have the desire to use some of the other free transportation you could always use a minivan service another thing that's available is lyft and maybe uber You could also take those. I think they're allowed to do transportation in the Walt Disney Resort. Again, that's not going to be free, but some people do like to just grab some of that shared or um, rideshare or the minivan service and just get to their destination and it's worth that extra fee. So those are pretty much the transportation options, and you'll just have to forgive the dogs because, as always, they just cannot help themselves. They always have to be part of the podcast. But anyway, you can get around. You do not have to have a car. That's something that's so awesome about the Walt Disney World Resort is that it is really caters to people who might be flying in who don't have a car, and you can be completely reliant on their transportation for free and get to where you need to go. You just need to factor in some extra time to do that. Or you can pay a little extra and use the minivan service or Uber or Lyft or... Or you can bring your own car if that's feasible. But just keep in mind the parking expenses. So I hope this was helpful just to give you an overview of some of the transportation. And this is what I did when I was trying to understand it because it it seemed so overwhelming. So once again, I hit up YouTube. I found wonderful videos where people just broke down every step of the transportation. And they went on the different like water transportations and the buses and the minivans and they did all of those things to kind of walk you through it or at least explained it and showed you videos of it and then of course the website I get so much information from Disney's websites and that's where I could find where each type of transportation went and and just the different options there too so (laughs) Just another step closer to building our itinerary and understanding that when we add certain events and um, shows and things like that, how to plan for the transportation. So on that note, I will say that our next step in the tra- the planning process is really honing in on those special events and items that we wanted to do. And that includes the dining that we really wanted to make sure we had, any evening shows, any dessert shows, any of those special items, and what I went through to research and what I landed on as my first phase of things I wanted to do. And so we'll dig into that next time. So until then, I hope you're all being safe and healthy. I hope you have a wonderful week, a happy Thanksgiving, and until next time, bye!